The 2023-24 college basketball season starts right now. Season four of Brackets, Bubbles, and Bid Steelers. We're bringing you all of the off-season content that you need, and then we're going to do as much in-season content as possible. Jonathan and I, we've talked about doing streams daily. <laughs> the odds of that happening during the season very very slim very low how to make it work we're gonna get a lot of great guests for you that you recognize from your timeline on twitter on on all social media platforms this off season tj cvb content you're first how does it feel to be the first person to join brackets bubbles and bitsters as a guest for season four uh feels great uh you might want to take that hat off though before we continue uh i just can't look at that (laughs) you know what i got the shirt on too so you know what? It's I thought you, were, I thought you were a Syracuse fan. Going to Syracuse, been a UConn fan forever. It's, really? Yes. You, you've been a UConn fan. Yes, since I was three years old. Do, have you been shamed for rooting for both? Mostly by n- people that don't support either school. Ironically. Okay, that's weird. I feel like older people would. I haven't really interacted with older people about that. I mean, I think. People that have seen me on UConn Twitter like saw that I was going to Syracuse, and they're like, "Hey, that's nice." I, and I haven't really interacted with anyone on Syracuse Twitter yet. Hold up. So, <clears throat> do you know who? Um, since you're a UConn fan, what's his name? The guy from uh, Texas, AM. Does he play? Javante Brown. No. 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 Oh, Diara. Yeah. Yeah, he plays. He's great. Great defensive really? point guard. Dude, I haven't. I was watching the entire tournament. I didn't see. Oh, him like he, he didn't. He didn't play much in the tournament because he doesn't give much offensively. But he was a big spark plug defensively for a lot of the year. The, is he the game, starting next year? Is he starting? Probably not. They'll they'll get someone to take. Yeah, that, we'll just we'll, dis, we'll discuss that because right now he's starting on your. Yeah, team. as as of right now, I have him starting, but I think that that'll end up being a certain transfer from a certain CAA school. CAA. Um, yeah, Nick Timberlake. No, it's not happening. Plans is for UNC, and uh, I, I don't really. Th- I think he's good, but I just. I mean, he could start. Like he's my, a little bit of a. With it, with the amount of depth UConn's gonna have, it's not gonna be a problem. I don't know. It's we, a, the guy's a little like. I hope he doesn't listen to this, but he's a little overhyped right now. All right, we've got a lot of off-season stuff to get into. Right now, it's the Brackets, Bubbles, and Bid Stealers off-season database that you can find. It's pinned on Jonathan's Twitter. It will contain all of our rankings, mine, Jonathan's, and Jonathan's um, younger brother as well. Um, Jonathan will make his coach rankings on there. Always, yeah, that, that'll that'll be done in June, probably. I'm sure. Oh. I'm sure, TJ, you remember those. That again, bro. That again. That was that was a fun couple of days last year. Yep, I remember. I was at. I was at like. I don't I don't hang out with friends at their houses very often, but one time I the one time I did last summer before like I had to do all like the baseball stuff and soccer stuff, I was my phone was blowing up with mentions from Auburn fans because you tagged me in that post. Yeah, that's a better spot to be than where I was. I was working at camp, so while the, while that happened. You can also find my freshman rankings, and we're gonna get into that because TJ, you're a USC fan and Yes, sir. Well, we we have a certain USC player that we're big fans of here on brackets, bubbles, and bid stealers. Um, I w- I wonder who it is, man. Yeah, I really wonder who it is. It's definitely. Um, I don't know the bench warmers for USC, so I can't make that joke. <laughs> you, don't know, 
You, you can't name one bench player in USC from this past year. Bench warmer. Bench warmer. Oh. That was the joke. I also don't go to I also usually go to bed at like eleven, not three. So Yeah, we figured that coast. out. We figured that out that out during, from the streams during Champ Week. Yeah, okay. Look, remember, East Coast. Um, there will also be an article coming relatively soon on Mid Major Madness where I will try, attempt to get quotes from a variety of different coaches around the college basketball landscape, just quick quotes and just do a very quick synopsis of every mid-major head coaching hire from this off season. I pitched it today and I think we're going to get it up within the next week. Um, so with housekeeping over, let's talk some about the biggest coaching changes in college basketball this year. Cause we talked about it a little, we touched on it, but now we've really got to talk about it. And the biggest coaching change that we have to start with is obviously Ed Cooley jumping ship from Providence to Georgetown. I don't think we got into this deep enough. There is there are some serious plot lines here. Yeah, I'll start. Um, you obviously you have the whole Twitter beef with a bunch of different people. The the one on back and forth between um, Goodman and Barstool and stuff like that. And like, first of all, like. Georgetown's a better job. Anyone that like knows a sh- any anything about college basketball knows that Georgetown's a better job than Providence. From resources to NIL, history, it's just it, it, like Providence. I, I think what Cooley did at Providence was probably their ceiling, and I don't blame him for jumping ship at all. With that being said, Georgetown's roster at the moment is very much incomplete, and it needs some serious w- work. With these last like four scholarships, certain DMV native center. Yeah, they could definitely use him, but they have four scholarships unfilled right now, and those need to be used very wisely for them to be a tournament team next year. Oh yeah, I also want to shout. Um, what's his name? What what's what's the guy's name again? Who who are you referring to? Yeah, who? I think here the guy that makes the the spreadsheet. Andrew Parrish, Andrew Parrish. Yeah. He has oh, this he's, incredible, I've used I haven't closed that since I found this it. This incredible I send it to you. Um, Where is it? it is an scholarship tracker. It tracks every team's scholarships. Where is it? Andrew Parrish? I I can I can drop the link in in the in the chat right now. By the way, um I also I don't know if I agree that George Sean's a better job right now. Why's that? Like, like I mean, because, sure, they, the because they sucked. The resources are better, but like, there's no fan base right now. It's like they play in Capital One Arena, and it's like, it's which not, is which is an it's an NBA facility, but when it's empty, you can see how empty it is. It is a twenty thousand seat arena, and they were getting what four thousand fans a game last yeah, year. Yeah, there was no, there was it nobody. Was really, really bad. Okay, and sure. Providence. Ed Cooley is Mr. Providence. He lived in Providence for 54 years. He had kids. They grew up in Providence. He's He obviously he went to Stonehill, which is not far from Providence. He coached at Fairfield, and I believe he still lived in Providence for a lot of that time when he coached at Fairfield. He is a Providence true blue, tr- yeah. true black. I mean, they wear the color black. Um, he's a He bleeds Providence Friars, and it was his dream job, but sometimes you've seen it. You've seen it to the end, and I get it. I also get the reaction from Providence fans. I think 
that their reaction of being really angry is very justified. I would not, it would not sit well with me if my coach left to go to a conference rival that's not been, it's not been very good recently. I don't think it's because he left. I just think it's because the way he did it was like, like the team looked, like I picked Providence to go to the Elite Eight this year. That was one of my worst picks because I thought they were going to make a run. They had a, that East region. I thought it was going to be, I mean, and, it was one of the, And by the uh, way, if they made it to the Sweet 16, oh boy, that would have been a lot of Providence fans. Yeah, that's why, that's why, because it was going to be an MSG. That's why I picked them to be, I had them beating Michigan State in the Sweet 16. I don't know, not bad, but the team just looked, when I watched them play Kentucky, they kind of looked like checked out in a way. I don't know. They were, yeah. they were, they were a physical in that game. Oscar yeah. Sheboy had how many rebounds? 26? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think, TJ, you hit it on the head. They were, they were done at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, yeah. Totally, I think totally non existent effort. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple games that they just looked totally out of towards the end of the season. The Seton Hall game. Oh, my God. They got rocked on their own senior night by a team that didn't even make the NCAA tournament. Speaking of Seton Hall, do you guys like what like that uh, Holloway's doing or no? Yeah. I, I'm not really. I, I, I mean, I, I will, as a Mac guy, as the resident Mac guy, I will always vouch for Shaheen Holloway because I've seen what he can do building a program. What he did at St. Peter's, not 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 just making the Elite Eight, but building a consistently high-level Mac basketball team with the resources and facilities that he had at St. Peter's. Unbelievable what he did there. I, just I think that would for, trust Shaheen Holloway to build any program in the country. I just think that, like, you, like year one for him, like, they didn't really have, have like, like, he had no shot creators la- last year. And whether no, that, like... He also didn't have shooters. Not just, not just no part shot of creators. That, part of shooters. that, yeah, that falls on him for, like, not making those additions with the portal. But I think that, like, Shaheen came into year one with the idea that I'm going to establish this identity this year and we're going to show people like what Seton Hall is going to be, like what kind of program they're going to run, what style they're going to play. And I think for the most part they did that, but they just were not a good team. Yeah. I think, I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head there to not to use the same exact metaphor you did. And look, I think the transfers that he brought in were probably their best players. Nadefo Odakali and Alamir Dawes. You could argue those were their three best players last year. Kadari was not as good as I thought he was going Wait, to be. Kadari Richmond, right? Yeah. yeah. Or is that looking? I'm going to look him up right now. He was solid this year, but. Um, I didn't watch one Seton Hall again. I'm not even going to lie to you. I didn't watch a single one. I mean, I, I obviously had to watch a lot of them because Big East and Shaheen and they're local. But again, they played. they Seton Hall and Rutgers. They played that. You probably watched that game. It was 45-43 at, at the rack. Seton Hall went into the rack and won. Remember that. That doesn't – not yeah. a lot of teams do that. That's most went into the rack and won. The Northwestern Wildcats, baby. Yes. Let's Northwest, go. Northwestern was a really good team last year. Uh, hey, I honestly think – I don't want to get into the uh, Big Ten yet, but I think they could be – even better next year, depending on Bowie and Audige. If yeah, if, if Bowie and Audige come back, they're definitely a preseason top 25. Yeah. Uh, um, we'll, but we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Um, Seton Hall, they had a lot of, like, length, but not a lot of shot creation. 
Seton Hall kind of played a ruck, like they kind of played like a Rutgers team this year. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't really watch enough seen all basketball to talk about it. Uh, I don't, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It was. I probably yeah. watched them three or four times. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I, I really, I, I can name probably like five players on the roster too, and I watch like a bunch of college basketball. I, I, I that, that's fine. I mean, they were, they were a non-factor in the Big like, East all year. They got Alamir Dawes from Clemson, right? Kadari yep. Richmond from. Q's, right? Yep. Yeah, he was there for a couple years, but originally by Q's. Yeah, and then they got Dave Davis. What did you say? Dre, Dre Davis, is that his name? Yeah, Dre Davis. They got him from and then, Louisville. What's he? Odakali from Pitt, Nadefo from St. Peter's. Yeah, what what happened to Casey Nadefo? Is he gone after this year? Yeah, he's gone. This was his fifth year, and he was really good this year. He was probably, really? in my opinion, he was their best player. He was probably the best defensive player that they used this year. It was, yeah, it was Andre Jackson, Casey Nadefo, Klingon, and um, bias and Kalkbrenner. Bias, right there. By I watched all the UConn games. You watched UConn a lot too. You can't tell me Jackson and Klingon are an elite defender. Uh, no, they are. I was kidding. Jackson, I'm a big fan of him because I just like he. Andre is my favorite UConn player since Shabazz Napier. Yeah, he was just a high like. Like a f- high four star, and the the way he plays, I just I love how he's all over the floor. He's not just like going out there to get stats for, I don't. Know. Well, I mean, he does have stats, but I'm saying like points, not just stat padding with points. Yeah, just like the way he plays. Yep, I, we'll we'll talk about Andre and whether he's coming back or not. Why don't we hop in and talk about that right now? Because UConn's going to be a top five team entering next season on pretty much for pretty much everybody. They're not. They're not. They're not going back to back. Though, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think people really. It, it's really hard to go back to back. I mean, obviously, North Carolina. The big storyline was them defending the title they didn't win. Um, um I, mean, I think. I think UConn and UNC are a little different because UNC had a couple of the most overrated players I've ever yeah, watched. I, I agree. Basketball. But my point is that it's One really of them being hard. Yes, yes. It's my point is it's really hard to win two tournaments in a row. There's a reason nobody's yeah. done it since the literal head coach was Billy Donovan and the players were Joakim Noah, Corey Brewer, and Al Horford. Three guys and Chandler Parsons. Three guys yeah. who had four guys who had decade long NBA careers. That's Al Horford is probably not gonna make the Hall of Fame, but he's pretty darn close. Yeah. Joakim Noah won a defensive player of the year. Chandler Parsons signed like a $85 million contract before a lot of people did that. Corey Brewer dropped 50 in a game. Yeah. That's about as much as I can say about Corey Brewer. <laughs> I was going to say. Corey Brewer. I haven't heard that dude's name in a long time. Yeah, but like that was a Florida team that was <laughs> unbelievably stacked. And that was the last team to win back-to-back. But Kentucky, didn't, for, Kentucky never won back-to-back with all the talent they had. They only won once in the last decade with all the talent they had. Know, like – is like, do we think Sonogo is gonna like do something or Klingon? Because like Klingon's coming back. He already announced that. No, no, I know, but I'm saying like, it's just weird when you have like, if they're gonna have Donovan Klingon, who's supposed to be like a projected first round pick coming off the bench. Like, I don't. Yeah, I mean, here's my thing. I think UConn's fine at the five spot, regardless of whether Sonogo comes back, um, as long as they. Like depending on how good Yusuf Sangare looks or if they bring in a transfer. I trust – I think Dan Hurley has earned the Wait. trust. 
How can they bring in a transfer? They're like four spots over the scholarship. It depends on depends on who leaves. So that's why I, I'm thinking that. Like if Sonogo, if if like Sonogo leaves, if Newton leaves, yeah, um, we gotta remember, like, we gotta remember a, that like they remember, played in a national championship game, like their whole process is gonna be much later than everyone else. Yeah, Richie yeah. Springs could leave. Hassan and Ramaglu might not be back. They could they could get cut off. Johnson could leave. Like there's a lot of guys that could leave. I'll tell you what, that class that they got coming in is, it's unreal. I I, I think it's probably up it's up there with like the dukes and kentuckys as the best it's pro- it, it, you could argue it's better than duke now without Mbeka. and i'm saying for like the fact that stefan castle is a top five player in the class yeah. for me how did they pull that off by the way stefan castle he's from georgia right um ray allen is from south carolina um yeah i know but i'm just like i mean how did usc get isaiah collier because it, I mean, it's it's simple, but it's not really. It's just because Andy Enfield was like, he's basically like selling all the recruits he got this year on the fact that they're going back to that FGCU Dunk City style. So oh, yeah, you, you gotta, I, I didn't tell you about this. When I was on the road in Jersey last week, Jonathan, I told you about this, right? Keep going. I, you may have. I saw a car. These these were the yes, best. Yes, you did. You did. FGCU, USC, and Seton Hall. I was like, is that Andy Enfield driving in Wait. New Jersey? Who else would have an FGCU and USC bumper sticker on their car? That that, that is really weird. I'm not and, sure. Andy Enfield's kids? Maybe Seton Hall too. I think Andy Enfield had a, had a, like a connection, you know. Oh my I'm god. Looking, I'm looking it up. <laughs> there's that I saw it on the road and I'm like, is that Andy Enfield or something? Because like there's no way anyone else would have FGCU. Maybe his connection was just the fact that he was like rumored for the job at one point. I don't know if he actually does. Regardless. He's a he's an East Coast guy, I think. So regardless of that, um, I think overall it's really hard to win back to back. And see, he's from Shippingsburg, Pennsylvania, Andy mm-hmm. Enfield. Yeah. It's um, really, really hard to win back to back titles. Yeah. And but again, I think Dan Hurley has earned the trust in terms of player development, in terms of game planning, in terms of play calling, where you can still reliably say UConn is going to be a top five, top ten team in the country next year. Dude, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we'll see how they kind of change it up because, like, the action they ran with Hawkins this year. Was just so hard to defend. Yeah, you can't run that. And they don't really have anyway. like they they don't have a player on their roster right now that can even come close to like. There's it. also not a player in college basketball that can do that. No. So like I think that, that's not what, yeah nobody has Jordan Hawkins release. Like, that's what so made quick. them national champions. But again, they might not be national champions, and that's okay. I think people overreact to teams that are very good, but don't win the national championships. I call it the Gonzaga paradox. Um, It's it's basically your season is automatically considered a failure. If you don't win a title for a lot of people, which I don't get, I think that being a really good team all year, even if you lose early, if you lose like the second round or the, or the sweet 16, if, if you, if you get like a Purdue FDU upset, then yeah, screw that. But like, if you lose to a good team in the second round or a good team in the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight, it's it doesn't take away the season that you had. It doesn't mean that you had a bad season or yeah. a failure. Like Staying I think in the Big East, though, um, 
I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry. I, I just know where that. you're going. I know where you're going with this, and I was going to the same place. Where, where, where were you going? Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I actually wasn't going to go there, but that's an interesting topic. Hold on, on that. Hold on one sec. I just have a question about what you guys think of what Rick Pitino is doing. How do you, how do you lose on Walter Clayton like that? I'm sorry. Like, I get I that's his hometown, home, home state school, but like, how do you not convince him to follow you to like a, a Power Five school? He's, have you been to Karnaseka Arena? Yeah, I know it's a dump. I yeah. That, fun that's, fact, that's... I uh, when I was in New York. I was trying to like, this is like a couple of years, maybe like four years ago when I was younger, I was trying to like find, um, like we had nothing to do. So I was trying to tell my dad to take me to like St. John's, like the arena. He literally could not find it on his Google map directions. I was like, where the hell is St. John's? I know it's in Queens, but like, like <laughs> where is the that bad, Sam? I went there. I, yeah, sent I, you, I sent you the picture of how much legroom I had. You also texted me the entire time complaining. So. Yes. St. John's. I, that was the day of Ohio State Michigan football. I'm not going to lie. St. John's is a really interesting it's, school. I, it's not it's not a it's not a desirable location anymore. I mean, New York kids like you you don't need to play in New York. You can play in you can play. And let's be honest here. The best New York kids at this point, they're not always the best players in the country, like they like they've been yeah. in the past. There's so much Noel, Marquise Noel, yeah. But I mean, look, Chicago's, that's like, Chicago's kind of the same way. Yeah, yeah like there's no one city that's like a reliable best basketball players are always coming from here. No, honestly, it's, the it's, best, it's best, best areas now. Honestly, the best basketball region yeah. in the country right now is the DMV. Not even close. Like the DMV is the best basketball region in the country. Yeah, it's it's not even close and that, that's yeah. why like it's smart that like maryland and georgetown go out and make the hires that they did yep you got to get guys that i'd can say that um i don't know that that uh that georgia area is pretty georgia pretty is becoming a very good basketball Atlanta's area is becoming a hub seattle's becoming a hub the thing um, with dallas, georgia is dallas always try to prioritize football yeah. yeah dallas is becoming a hub as well um there's been some really, really good high school public. Well, what's what's a city or like area that's kind of fallen off? I'm trying to think. L.A. Uh, I they, they, they had Paul Pierce. Paul. I George. don't think you can make a judgment on L.A. because it's all like in California. It's all like prep schools now and stuff. They're not actually players fair. coming that's straight fair. from them. Low key, like low key. I feel Boston. like St. Louis hasn't Boston. had anyone in forever. Yeah, Boston. St. Louis. Besides, like. The shot chucker himself, Caleb Love. Like who have they? And had the, I mean, Tatum, Tatum was from San Francisco. That's it. Yeah, but like Tatum was a little bit ago. I mean, there's Boston's really not been great at in terms yeah, of developing I, talent. I mean, Terrence Clark, may he rest in peace. That was like probably the best, the, the best, most recent guy. Thinking about it, yeah. I'm trying to think, who else has come out of that area, Boston? I mean, Filipowski went to school up there. I think. Where where's Filipowski? Yeah, he, played, he played for an AAU team out of New York. Yeah, like, the Renaissance, right? Yeah, the Renaissance. Yeah. But either way, we'll we'll get we'll we'll move back to that. We have to talk about some more possible transfers. Let's go. We we talked about this a little bit on Championship Night. We went we went over it a little. But there's been some more players that have entered the portal since then, and we have TJ here, and he can also provide some insight on these guys. Yeah. Um, we're gonna talk 
a lot about a lot of guys. Let's go down this list. Aaron Estrada from Hofstra. Um, TJ, what do you think of him? I think I actually, I, I love the way that guy plays. Um, I think that he's, I think he's going to um, Cincinnati. So I can't confirm that, but I'm pretty sure that's the, where the right. buzz is right now. I don't, what do you guys think of that destination? Yeah, I think, I think that if Wes Miller can get that done, he gets himself a bona fide number one guy and all conference immediately steps in and he's an all big 12 player. Yeah. I think he could be, I mean, like I would, the big 12 would be so fun for me next year. Cause you get Estrada from Hofstra, you get Jose and Omar from Manhattan at West Virginia. Right. Um, I know Noah, Tom- Noah Thompson is, doesn't have a visit schedule to the big 12 team, but he has a lot of big 12 interest. Um, yeah. I, I, Sam, I texted you about Estrada the other day just because I was watching him. Um, dude, doing a piece on his interest and stuff like that. Like, he he's just he's a super complete player. Really doesn't have any weaknesses to to his game, and there are a lot of str- like a lot of elite strengths too. Yeah, he's um, awesome. I'd almost go out on a limb and say like he could be a top like 15, 20 player in the country. Now. Yeah, I mean, I was on this last year. I had him in my top one hundred last season. Um, and like this this year compared to last, he's kind of he was better. He's gone more into a role like scoring the ball and as passing's decreased a little, but he's still an elite passer. There's yeah, a- and I think the thing about Estrada is that he realized. All right, I'm back. Like, I think Hofstra came, Hofstra came into 2021-22. They didn't really know what the like, like what their team would look like the full season. Like, they thought Estrada would be really good. They also thought Zach Cooks would be great. They thought Silverio, they, they they had a lot of guys. This year they came into the season and they knew Aaron Estrada was going to be the conference player because he was the conference player of the year. And he embraced that role and he was the conference player of the year again. And they bring in Tyler Thomas from Sacred Heart and he was excellent. He made my, I believe, second team all, all met uh, for the um, MBWA writers um, ballot, which is regional. And Estrada is my is my winner of the Haggerty Award, Hofstra's first Haggerty Award, I believe, ever uh, for best player in the region. Um, yeah, um, I couldn't believe this one. I didn't even know that Aaron Estrada played at St. Peter's. That's he did, and that's why I, I initially thought Seton Hall would be in the mix. I yeah. knew he, I knew he transferred to uh, Oregon, but I I thought it was from another school. I had no idea. St. Peter's was where he came. Yep, he was Mac Rookie of the Year. I think we have to just kind of understand right now that like Cincinnati is like now that they're in the big 12 and Wes is the coach there. Like they're a pretty desirable place for recruits. Like they're they're in on a lot of these top 2024 guys. And basically like, I think that like Houston is obviously like big 12 ready and they have been for a long time, but But Cincinnati UCF, these are schools that really need to pick it up. And obviously BYU as well. UCF and BYU are a little behind. But UCF is ahead of BYU, I would say. I don't know about that. Not, I think I'm not sure if they have a better coach, but they've been in on a lot of big transfers. You, I love Johnny Dawkins with because of what he did at Stanford and the fact that he's a Duke guy. But UCF needs to just probably find a real basketball coach, oh like God. or not not a real basketball coach. That's that's the wrong thing. But a Big 12 caliber basketball. Yeah, and that's what I said last year. I said last year 
um, they they need to go into the Big 12 with a better basketball coach than Johnny Dawkins. And they're not. And it's going to be their loss. It's going to be – Wait, who are we talking about? I don't mean to interrupt. UCF. UCF. How does he get to UCF? Because they're the joining 12? the Big 12. Yeah. But yeah, right. the... we go on a lot of um... – Sorry, I'm, I'm dealing with my phone. My parents I, are trying I, to figure it out. I get it. I get it. Um, it's all fucked back up. to um, the transfers. Abu Usman, he's a guy from the Northeast. I believe he's a Brooklyn native. He wants to come back home somewhere in the Northeast. He's from North Texas. He's a great defensive big man. Seton um, Hall has been rumored, I saw. Yes. Um, for, for Sarah, he's Abu Usman. He's visiting Syracuse, I believe. Who? North, North Texas kid. Oh, 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 I know who that is. Yeah. Well, like 12-point a game guy at North Texas this year. Yeah, yeah just, just a really good defensive big man. He, he was their best player outside of Tyler Perry. You know what's yeah. interesting about uh, Perry is he's not even, like, he hasn't scheduled any visit to Texas Tech. Like, I mean, I think. To, he visited Florida, right? Or at least he's probably. Yeah, he, he Florida, visited Florida the other day. He's going to Alabama and Arkansas, I don't, maybe Arkansas is done I think now. it's clear he wants to go to the SEC then. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm i just surprised that he's not following McCaslin. Yeah, who I mean. I think he's a good coach, but we'll see how he does it the, in the Big 12. Yeah, I agree he's a great coach. I think I had him in my top 25, my initial top 25 rankings. But, again, some guys, they'll play for a coach, and they just want, they just want another chapter. Walter mm-hmm. Clayton Jr. is a prime example of this. You don't boy, just because you, yeah, just because you have a great coach doesn't mean that you have to stay with him. There's a lot of really good coaches in college basketball. Dude, I can't believe that Walter Clayton decided to announce his commitment with Jeff Goodblum. Like, are you kidding me? I mean, Jeff Goodblum. Hey, Rob Doster too. <laughs> Rob Doster. Tony Patelis' son. Who, wait, by the way, who is Tony Patelis? Oh, okay. That, that's a rabbit hole that we can get into. This is a story for another time. I see this account. I see this account it's a story for week. off air, okay? No, I followed him. Is this a real person, though? As we have, we, our, theories, we <laughs> have as, our theories. As far as we know. As far as we know, he is a real person. Also, same with that Trilly Donovan guy. Like, who oh, that, that's, that's one of those like insider <laughs> accounts. It's like um, what's his name? The guy, Mark Fiscarelli. Oh no, that was a fake account. Truly, yeah, like, he has like real. Like, Tony Patelis. Tony Patelis is just he, he's, a, he's he's a troll. He's the goat, honestly. Yeah, he's he's the goat. We're gonna bring him on the on the podcast at some point this off season. Wait, he he's, he, what? He's not gonna show his face, is he? I mean, he did previously. <laughs> Who is it? Is it a kid? No, no, he he's most definitely an adult from what right, we know. But regardless of that, um, we do have we we have a list of people to join the podcast this this um this off season. Yeah. He was number one, the first name we wrote down on the list. <laughs> All right, Ace Baldwin is headed to Penn State. Whoa, That's one of the whoa. best defensive guards in the country. What was uh Parker Hammond on the list? We had him on and we took him off, and then we put him back on. Let's disrespect the Parker, bro. Dropping the, those lists every day, like Boo Booey is a Boo Booey is a shooting guard. You know, you gotta love it. Half of half of that list was shooting guards. Hey, hey, let's let's not let's not talk shit. Maybe he maybe he'll notice this. No, I'm not talking on. shit. Parker's. No, nah, I'm talking to Jonathan. No, no, he's fine. Parker's fine. Yeah, I, Parker, I love Parker's Jonathan. Fine. Parker Parker makes a lot of content. 
Let, yeah. let's put it that way. I mean, he's a, he's pretty, a grinder. Got to respect it. Yeah, grinder. It's, it's hard uh, speaking to of out. grinders, Ace Baldwin is the ultimate grinder in college basketball. Yeah. That perfect segue right there. Um, and he's playing for his for his, and he's following his coach Mike Rhodes to Penn State. What do we think? Yeah, I mean, just it's a good Jalen Pickett replacement. Probably as good as Penn State could do. This is a veteran team that's not going to bring a ton of guys back. They had a couple younger kids enter the portal. Um, and Dorsey and I forget how to pronounce the big kid's name. Jai. Yeah. Um, he's in the portal as well. So Rhodes has got a, a rebuilding job to do. Um there but ace ball wants a good start we'll see what where else he'll be able to go from there yeah and i don't even think you can call him a Jalen pickett replacement because penn state last year penn state this year they are two polar opposites mm-hmm. they are not comparable in any way and i don't believe that you can really even say like anything is a replacement it is a whole new basketball program at this point going from micah shrewsbury to mike rhodes two really damn good basketball coaches, you could not have chosen two more polar opposite types of basketball that you're going to play. And that's not a bad thing. It's really not, especially if you're losing your entire team and you know it's going to happen. Yeah, I... You guys like Mike Rhodes? What'd you say? You guys fans of Mike Rhodes? You like him? Yeah, I think he's a good coach. He he is a good coach. He was an upper echelon A-10 coach. East Coast guy. He's I think no overall, VC. No Anthony Grant though. Dayton fans will disagree with you. Dayton fans do not like Anthony. Dayton fans hate him. I'm kidding. I I, I don't know. Anthony Grant's. Anthony Grant was in my top twenty coaches last summer. So yeah, because I can promise you, he won't I will be there. Say, um, the job that he did in 21-22 and 19-20, two out of three years, he was one right. of the best coaches in college basketball. Right. The other two were pretty bad, though. What? Your your connection is like in and out, in and out. Being to be like a number two team. Your connection you is say? like in and out. Your connection's been in and Am out the whole, the whole time. Yeah, but kind of. I would say the whole time. You don't have a phone. Like yeah, I'm, I'm trying to charge my. Here, refresh <laughs> the refresh the page and come back. All right. Should move move on. Yeah, move on. Um, Adam Miller is transferring out of LSU. We know he can shoot. Um, he's so, considering Arizona State. Interesting college career arc. Yeah, I mean he can he'll he'll catch on. He's a high major starter. Not not a particularly good one, but he is not one. not 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 a good team. Yeah, um, Aaron Eulis from Iowa. What do we think of him? I mean, his I haven't heard nothing about this kid. He's he's from Illinois. His brother played at Kentucky. So who? Aaron Eulis. The guy from Iowa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's not a fantastic okay. player, but he was a. He, he was a rotation guy on a tournament team this year. Yeah, I don't yeah, know where he's going. to get high major interest. Yeah, AJ Store is a guy that I've pounded the table and said yeah, he's going to be a you stud. Him, that, guy, have... that guy is very good. Very yeah, good. from the first time I ever watched him, I knew he was going to be a really good basketball player at some point. And look, it might be 
it, we don't know where that might be, but I think he's going to slide in somewhere. He can be an off-ball scoring type coming off screens, hitting threes. He can be a guy that you can use as a shot maker from anywhere on the court. Yeah. No, no, without without a doubt. I think I was actually was fairly surprised, and I know you were too, that Petito didn't keep him around. Yeah. Um, Andre Curbelo, we were not surprised that Petino didn't keep him around. I was honestly surprised he was not the first player to enter the transfer portal. He will end up in the MAC somewhere, I think. <laughs> nah, I don't think he's ended up in our league. What about the other Mac? There's a chance he ends up there, but I think I think there's a high major coach somewhere that thinks they can unlock Andre Curbelo. Oh yeah, no, dude. Every coach thinks that that they can unlock players to a certain extent. Yeah, like that's just how coaches in every sport are. Yeah, Andre Screen from Bucknell. Bucknell had a couple big men um, that were in the portal and pretty good. One of them was um, what's his name, Alex Timmerman. He committed to Winthrop the other day. He's um, but Andre Screen was their best player, and he's really good. Is my thing better now? Like yeah, much better. I, yeah, iPad I mean, they were the worst team in the Patriot League this year, so yeah, I haven't watched a whole ton, ton of them, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, Andrew Rode, I know we both like him. Rode, 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 it's Rode, yeah, oh, damn, I'm kidding, <laughs> but yeah, he would, he would know that, trust me. All right. He's a he's a big I, point. Keep what? going. Go on. What were you gonna say? I'm say? I was gonna say he's been like Andrew Rohde has not like said a single word about his recruitment to like anyone. Um, but some names to watch from Virginia, uh, Gonzaga, and then Creighton. Creighton's probably gonna land. Um, Stephen Ashworth though. That would be a really good addition. That that, yeah. repla- that replaces the shooting of Shireman and the um, point guard of Nemhart. Correct. I'm just hearing Stephen Ashworth to Creighton, yeah. but I'm not going to – I can't confirm that. But also, um, I don't really think Ashworth is too interested in following Odom to VCU. I think yeah, he's looking to go a step higher than that. Um, So I think he's Creighton's probably where on the – yeah, yeah, back to Rhodey. I mean, this is a freshman point guard who was one of the best players on a really solid and veteran St. Thomas team that was pretty good. I mean, they had uh, Parker, um, Parker Bjorkland. Yeah. Bjorkland. I was thinking, is it Hogland? Is it Bjorkland? It's yeah. Bjorkland. He was pretty good. They have Rhodey, obviously. He's now gone. Um, this is a point guard that can really play. Yeah, uh, St. Thomas is – they actually have a co- – they have some pretty good players on that team. They have – um. Two freshmen that had, like had high major offers. Uh, I think they're staying there too, so I don't know. That'll be interesting. But yeah, Rhodey's really good. It's we'll a, it's a good doing. program. They 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 have shown there a lot about their athletic performance in all sports, really in basketball especially. Like that's a pro program to watch out for at the mid major yeah. level. Yeah. Um, Arterio Morris entered the portal the other day. Um. I wonder um, where he could end up and what Texas is really going to do at with their guards because they're losing a lot. And they could lose Tyrese Hunter yeah, as well. Yeah, Tyrese is in the draft right now. Yeah, oh. ter- uh, Terrio Morris. That was a little – I don't know. He's had some, you know, weird – He had the legal issues. Yeah, he's had some weird things going on there. So I don't, I don't really know where he'll end up. I don't 
I mean, no I was I was surprised based off the fact that like he's a starter like on that team next year, like for yeah. sure. Even with Tyrese coming coming back, so I, I, I would know. I would say Ole Miss is a name to watch, but I don't think so. They've got too many. And that would be the, that, that would be the that would be the domestic violence hotline. <laughs> I was about to say, I didn't know if I, I, you guys would be fine with me making this joke. You said, where, where do you think, or you said, where will Morris end up? I was about to say jail. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, though, I hope not too many people listen to this. You'll how many listen. people, wait, can you see how many people are I like, think on this? On, on, um, there's like not many, there's probably single digits. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like af- after the fact, like yeah, when it's yeah. recorded, do you still get a lot of people? Um, not really. During the season, a little bit. Dur- yeah, during the season, it's a lot. It's a lot more. Yeah, but yeah. we're just trying. We're just trying to make as much off-season content as possible. Yeah, because yeah. we love basketball. Um, BJ Mack, he's cut his list down from 40 to 20 to 10 to 5 to he's cut his list a million <laughs> he's times. posted like 15 different hey, I, i've given up with bj mac he, he he's gonna make up a decision decision here he's dropped like 50 lists i've seen 50 <laughs> what, what did i text you yesterday he's been in the portal for a year and a half it feels like what did i text you yesterday what did you text me? BJ Mack has been in the portal since Fardaz Amac won his last Ken Palm MVP. <laughs> yes. Fardaz yeah. Amac. What is a Ken Ken Palm MVP? I know so Ken Palm. Ken Palm gives out every for every game they give out like an MVP of the game, and our like joke is that like Fardaz Amac has entered the portal three times since he won his last Ken Palm MVP. Because he didn't win one at Texas Tech, and remember he entered the portal in the middle of the season. Or Goodman reported that he did, but he. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, Fordos Amac is an interesting player. I, we'll, I think we'll he'll be good him. for Cal. Um, Jonathan, how do you pronounce the last name of the, the new Iowa center? Uh, ben Cricky. Cricky? Okay. They, he, he's they, he's they, a very they, good, like, very good wait, half-court player. He's not going to Iowa State? Iowa. Iowa. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, um, he will simulate a lot for of what Rebraca did for them. What Rebracha, I should say. Oh. I agree. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of that guy, uh, Rebracha, however you say, he actually, his improvement this past year was pretty good. I I watched him a couple of times. Like, the year before, I a lot of Iowa fans were, like, complaining about him, but he actually looked pretty good. So, I don't know. Maybe yeah, I mean, that's the I've Fran been... McCaffrey development for you. He is one of the best. I know Jonathan was about to say this. Um, Fran McCaffrey is one of the best coaches in terms of developing he, players in college. He's also one of the best coaches at complaining about every single thing that happens on a <laughs> he basketball. Do that. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of coaches are really good at that. Let, let's... He doesn't get nearly the credit he deserves for the development. I was always at least a competitive team in the, in the Big Ten, and that's despite them bringing in three-star prospects every every year, and that, basically that's what they're working with. Like nobody had heard of. Keegan Murray. Nobody had heard of Chris Chris Murray. I, I'm telling you right right now, and I, TJ, you probably know who these kids two kids are. But the kids that they're bringing in from Moline oh, next yeah, year, yeah. Brock Harding and Owen Freeman, will be very good players in Iowa. And obviously, um, yeah. I think Peyton Sanford's in for a huge breakout year next year. Yeah, I might average average like 15. Sanford is good, but his game for me it's a little one dimensional, in yeah. my opinion. He'll 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 average a lot of points though. Yeah. Also, um, speaking of the two commits they got like uh jonathan said i i would just keep an eye out on them because 
they the chemistry they have going to Iowa's development uh, program and stuff. Uh, they're going to be four year players. It's going to be yeah. like they're going to be really good. They won the they won the four A title in in Illinois this year. Yeah, I mean it was a little bit of a a Mickey Mouse ring considering <laughs> considering Owen Freeman didn't actually like live in Moline or Moline. Oh, he, he transferred. He moved. He yeah. moved to Moline. So it's a little um, bit of a – I'll give it to them, but it's a little bit of a Mickey Mouse. Yeah, I mean, that you're starting to see that more in high school basketball. Hey, flags fly forever. Yeah. So. That's what they say. Flags fly yeah. forever. My favorite flag is the Louisville 2013 AP poll number one in the final rankings. Speaking of Louisville, what's – I actually – I know Kenny Payne gets a lot of hate, but I actually think they're – I actually kind of like their, the way they're, they're They're weird. Yeah, they're, the, they're, they, they're going to be better. Yeah, they, um, they they will be way better. It's hard to get worse. It's yeah, also it's really also hard worse. to get really like it's also hard to be really good. But they'll be a lot better. They'll be competitive in pretty much every game in the ACC. You know what's they're funny weird. is how UNC fans are trying to gas up the fact that they got Jalen Withers. I mean. You're you're getting one of the, you're getting one of the worst defenders on one of the worst teams in the country. Like this is not this is not something to dude. I mean, I saw R.J. Davis tweet. He's like, "This is just the start, bro. The start is getting like a seven point per game kid from Louisville. That's not even that good. Like, no disrespect to J- Mr. Jalen Withers. Sean, Sean the, ki- the, the kid that I like for um, the kid that I like for Louisville that they that left is Kamari Lands. He's a and we talked about this with Arizona State. What Arizona State's good at is getting athletes in space. Yeah. What is he? An athlete. What does he need? Space. What they're good at is also getting like 700 guards from the portal and recruiting a bunch of guards and then completely wasting their potential. Hey, they made the tournament. <laughs> that... Horn was good for them. Um, yeah, and he left. NC State. NC State. I didn't Horn. really like the, the Frankie Collins fit. I thought they got look, Austin Nunez. Austin Nunez. He's in the portal. He is going yeah. to be – yeah, they lost him. He's about to be a stud. They lost uh, DJ Horn, who's about to go to NC State. A little inside scoop there. No, that's kind of obvious. So. Um, I don't I, – speaking of DJ Horn, like NC State. Yeah, I, I, think he could, I think he could thrive there. Because they just got Jaden um, Jaden Taylor too. Yeah. I think, I think he could – that uh, Horn could thrive at NC State. Like there's, yeah. a lot, there's a lot of his game that like – He NC reminds State, me of yeah. The NC yeah. State can can use and that players like that. succeeded with. Yeah, yeah. Um, there were there there was a team that got two commits today, a Big Ten team that got two commits today, both pretty good players at a mid major level, and they're adding that to a guy who really was breaking out at the end of the season. TJ, you know who we're talking about, right? Wait, say that, say that uh, one there more. There was time. a big. There's a Big Ten team who got two really good mid major commits today. And they're bringing that back to a shooting guard who had a breakout last couple games of the season. Hey, give me a hint. We're talking about the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, got yeah. Rink Mast, and they got Bryce yeah. Williams, and they add yeah. that to Kesey Tominaga. They have JV and McCollum visiting. And they're still going to be in the bottom half of the big time. Yeah, but they could they could be a lot better next year. What's his I name? Agree. Like, the transfers they got today – they remind me of like good mid-major players that like go on to just play like a 
specific role at a school like a big a power hour school like i think not Master power not power high major rink's numbers don't do justice for how good he is yeah i think rink mass is going to be borderline all big 10 Where's yeah he I, I agree with that he's I, from I think uh, bradley bradley yeah like watching him this year he was basically the main offensive guy on and he was one of the best defensive players in the conference um on a team that, that, that like, team was a great team yeah, they but they struggled initiating offense. Um, and rank scored in a lot of different ways. He could post up. He's a really smart smart player. I like right away. Um, when they were playing Northern Iowa in the quarterfinals, this was this was one of the two game, three games I saw them play this year. Mm-hmm. He set a ball screen. Northern Iowa was in drop coverage. Next possession, he was popping up on their drop coverage. Like he he picked it up right away. And yeah. so just a very smart addition for Nebraska. And he can shoot those threes. He's he's an effective player that can score in different ways. He's a great defender. He, he's he been well coached. Ryan Wardle's a, a heck of a basketball coach. Um, I mean, we got a jumping gym over there, but whatever. You can hear that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. I don't know what he's doing. I, I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, Bryce Williams could be an interesting player for them coming from Charlotte. Um, Brandon Murray committed to Ole Miss. Ole Miss could be really interesting because we know Chris Beard can really coach basketball. Yeah, I I feel like I feel like most of the SEC teams going into the season, you can make a case for them be, being at least tournament like a tournament team. caliber team, yeah. if not better. I agree yeah, Ole Miss is Ole Miss. I like them a lot. They got a. Uh, Breakfield back. They got Brandon Murray. Morrell, Brandon Murray. Too. Brandon Murray is a he's a stud. I, he's kind of he's had some unfortunate circumstances. Uh, I mean, he chose to go to Georgetown. Yeah, that is true. But he also kind of got screwed over at LSU too. That's true. Uh, he he has chosen some weird routes, but I think this will finally be a good one for I him. I mean, he also. I mean, I mean, let's not act like this isn't a weird route. Yeah, it's and he probably Miss. needs a waiver. He he does. Um, yeah, I don't. Almost like almost had a lot of good players last year. Um, they just like couldn't put the pieces together. I was. I mean, Matthew actually, Davis. I, as someone who like roots for an SEC school, I'm very glad that Amari Abram won't be playing against my team next year because he's. Wait, did he transfer good. out of Ole Miss? He's in the he's in the portal. Um, oh yeah, I could tell you where he's going right now. Really? Where? Yeah, LSU. Oh, so he is gonna play against my team next year. <laughs> yeah, great. I well, I can't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna set that in stone, but I'm pretty sure you just said it LSU. on the internet, sir. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Also, um, <laughs> what's his name? Front runners in his recruitment right now. Front runner, I phrase that. Will Baker, the Nevada guy. I don't. Yeah. They need a five, so they're probably LSU just gonna take whatever they can. Super interesting. With Jalen Cook, Abram, Baker, um, Jordan yeah. Wright, and Jalen Reed. Yeah, I don't. That team is. That's a me, that, that's a borderline tournament team. That's that's on the bubble for me. If team. they're well coached, and Matt McMahon is a question mark, he could be really good, but we aren't quite mm-hmm. sure. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sold on. Definitely him. not I'm out not on him yet. Yeah, me I'm too. not out, but I'm also not sold on him. Um, so. time to talk about. Um, the most prolific first name in terms of the transfer portal right now, Caleb. 
<laughs> not quite. Let's start. No. With <laughs> Let's start with the one that's going to play for a bad coach that only has the job because he, because he's a legend at that university. Wait, who are we talking about right now? Caleb. That, I don't know who Caleb, Caleb is. Caleb who no committed. Mill. Caleb who. Caleb, who committed to play for a coach who's only there because he's a legend at that university. Caleb Mills. <laughs> or? Caleb who? Love! I'm, I'm kidding. I know. I'm kidding. Caleb Love. I was trying to drag that one out. I, Caleb Love is just. Two for to 21 me, he's like, incoming. He's like one of those guys that like you see at the YMCA just cooking everyone. But then, like, like I, then you like watch him play in an actual game, and he like can't hit a fucking shot. Speaking of Michigan, <laughs> Olivier Kamwa and Matthew Cleveland make them not only a tournament team but a good basketball. How many scholarships do they have? Open? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm about to say. They There's... could, they they could tell like Cheddar or someone else like to fuck off. Well, Joey Baker's not coming back, which which helps them a ton. But like, <laughs> yeah, Joey Baker's pursuing a professional career oh, no. in where, what? Where is in Joey what? Baker? What is TJ? Have you heard anything about Papa Conte potentially decommitting? Um, no, I haven't. But I I know he can't play next year. <laughs> He can't play next year. Why is that? Because his grades are horrible. He actually cannot. Probably will be decommitting. Yeah, I'm gonna assume he goes somewhere else. Then he actually literally that that could be like JUCO. Then wait, I thought that was. Did I just accidentally? Is that not out there yet? Yeah, you 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 gotta be more careful, man. I think I've heard that rumor, but I'm not (laughs) sure that's confirmed. No, I don't dude, think you it's gotta, confirmed. I think it's, I'm telling you, you got to be more careful, but... <laughs> dude, I don't really... Hey, it, it's not, content, and your name is content. I'm going to be honest, like... Like, what's... Wow, Papa Conte, what is he going to come for me? Oh, you said my grades are bad. On the PSP <laughs> Sam Fetterman podcast, like... Or the Power I, Hour. I will say that... If he, bubbles and bid stealers. I, I will <laughs> say if he does... um. If he doesn't go to Michigan, I would watch Rutgers with that. Just to, it's like this is not coming. I and mean, if from, his grades are bad, it's fucking Juco. This is not coming for any from any sourcing or anything like that. But he um he's close with Gavin Griffiths um yeah. who is going to Rutgers next year. Gavin Griffiths. Hey, A-O. maybe we'll see. Maybe we'll see Papa Conte at CLC. Who knows? <laughs> Fetterman definitely doesn't know what. No, he has no idea. It's it's something Lake College. Yeah, no, it's College of Lake County. (laughs) I'm pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah, I watched way too much JUCO basketball last year, and I I remember I sent you a video of like some random player who I said was the most hilarious player I'd ever seen. Remember that? Like the big guy who came from JUCO. Dennis Jenkins. Ellis, baby. A lot of guys came from JUCO. We'll talk about JUCO in a little bit because I actually want to give them a little bit of a spotlight. But we got to talk about Caleb Love, Caleb Mills, and Caleb Grill. The fact that Caleb Grill is the best player in the history of basketball. Why Why do you guys love that dude? He's like, he's mid. Caleb Mills? The, the Caleb no, Grill. No, no, no. Grill. Oh, Caleb because Grill? He, it, it's a bit. Dude, he also just could <laughs> fit like anywhere. Like, like he's a good three-point shooter. He's a wing defender. He was really impactful for Iowa State. That's what it is. Like, and basically, like, teams, Iowa State was awful when he was off the floor. Like teams can use what he had. That's more of a personnel issue, I would say, though. 
he's good, yeah, the, right? The, but, the like, fact that they had no other shooters. <laughs> Jaron hey, Holmes was some, supposed to be their other shooter. Shot there's some crazy rumors on what why Caleb girl left. I'm not even going to get into those. But yeah, please. I, I'm telling you, be more careful. There. Be there more are careful. Some, we we got some crazy we'll, rumors on why yeah. he left. Eventually, we'll take this off the air and we'll, and we'll have conversations. But um, um, Chance Stevens is headed to Maryland. Um, Charles Pride, hey. I believe he's looking at Rhode Island. Yeah, I'm hearing um for him, someone like reported that he was committed to Loyola. Loyola, right? Yeah, and he came out. That. He's like, no, I'm not committed. Bronny at sixth man for some reason just fits perfectly. If Bronny goes to USC, he starts. Yeah. No, um, they, they they could they could play with three guards. I'm one thousand like I'm hundred percent certain he starts. Collier, point guard, Boogie Ellis shooting guard. Boogie Ellis would have to also change positions, shooting guard, which he's gonna have to do. They would be small though as a team. Yeah, Trey White. But they would have been so they'll, they'll be so Kobe big Johnson. in their front court that it won't matter. Yeah, exactly. Kobe Johnson is it doesn't like for me, it doesn't matter if you start or if you come off the bench. It just like he'd play they they would play three guard lineups at times, and they would play with King and Johnson at times. Mm-hmm. Like they would Who's play King? King, maybe not um what what am I am I did I screw Peterson? My guy said King. Did I screw up the name? White, white. King. Oh, okay. I meant I meant white. King White, like Trey White. Like, I, I know, but like Trey King is a name that's definitely in my head somewhere. It's because we were I Iowa State, right? <laughs> look, look, I follow 363 college, not 362. Hartford's gone. 362 college basketball teams. I'm bound to get names stuck in my head. So do you? If you follow 362 teams, do you know anything about the Chicago State Cougars? Wesley Cardet is a stud. No way. They also, no, they no, also no. went undefeated at home this year. Yeah, undefeated hey, at home. Hey. They, sh- they should have gotten an at large. I'm not going to lie. They weren't even – what is the deal with them being independent? I, they were kicked out of the whack. So what are they doing? Which is also, like, just good for them. Like, the, the, if you're as hey, bad they, as – Hey, they get to play Gonzaga the day before the WCC tournament starts. If, if you are as bad as Chicago State is, why would you want to play a whack schedule? Why would you want to commit the resources to travel to Seattle, Washington – Every year, go to freaking Edinburgh, Texas. Every year, yeah, they, they have like they, three Texas schools in that. League. They already tried, they played Gonzaga, though. Yeah, but they, they were getting paid Gonzaga a, heck of a lot also, of money to do that. Gonzaga also probably paid them a bunch of money to play them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're, you're not, you're not it's going not like, to like, 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 Hey, do you know who beat Chicago State? Gonzaga, the Northwestern Wildcats. A lot of Northwestern and, beat a lot of teams, and guess who else? Dude, I'm, all, I'm all for Northwestern praise on this show. Yeah, we need more. Yes, sir. Fetterman, do you know who Nicholas Martinelli is? We've been over this multiple times. <laughs> I know. I also know who Gabrielle Martinelli is. Who? He's a, he's a really he's a really good soccer player. Oh yeah, is that is that why every time I look up Martinelli on Twitter that that shit comes up like some yeah. Italian soccer dude? He's Brazilian. Oh, my, my fault, my fault. It makes sense. It is, it is a very Italian name. Anyway, um, let's go, let's go into the Big Ten. Okay, one moment, please. I need to sneeze. I lied. <laughs> the worst, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. When you, when, when, you, when you know you have to sneeze, but you just can't, that's the worst. Um, yeah, Big Ten. Let's talk a little bit about the Big Ten. Um. I discussed a little bit about Michigan State with you the other day. 
Um, just getting just getting into that a little deeper. Hey, you you actually proved me like you made my opinion change because I just threw out that take on Twitter with no like I didn't look at anything else. I look more in it. I'm like. They're kind of overrated this year. Yeah, like, here's thing. How did Michigan State get that much better from last year to the point where they are going to be? Dude, like, dude they, got, they got Xavier Booker. Yeah, they got Xavier, Xavier Booker. Bo- Xavier Booker is going to get his ass kicked by every Big Ten big man. Xavier Booker was like in the 60s in this class, like ranking-wise. And then like a couple of big schools cutting started off. like – Looking into him, like they went, they went and like watched his AAU games, and that like, I don't know if these schools like offered him or anything like that, but like a couple of the bigger names just like went and like they, they showed interest, and all of a sudden he starts rising on every recruiting board. Yep, and that's why I think most recruiting rankings are just pretty bullshit. Yeah, I, it's all a business, so exactly. all the players that have like great like builds and perfect like also, size prep for... schools prep schools are a huge deal yeah it's just like i don't know it's kind of i don't i'm not a big fan of it because also like they have guys like aiden holloway who i think is like a top 10 player in the class they got him all the way down to like 25 i haven't finished watching him yet but like holloway but there's a but like i think Layden blocker is a top three player in the class Layden blocker the arkansas guy yeah yeah went to sunrise yep. What's he rated right now? Like twenty, like the thirties, thirty-two, something like that. I mean, I'm a huge fan of his game. I think it's very well rounded in terms of he's an electric. He's an electric point guard. He can take control of a game. Good hey, field, good shot. Speaking of these rankings, my gosh, the Kentucky commits are way too highly ranked. Not Edwards Some of them and Wagner. Are. But not not Edwards or Wagner. Bradshaw Edwards is. Bradshaw is Bradshaw, way, yeah. Bradshaw, way I don't get. Too. Bradshaw and Booker are the two guys that I just don't get. And also, I don't get the Mikey Williams or A.J. Johnson. I, I think I think it's just the fact that, like, these recruiting sites, like, the, like they need to rank centers, like, somewhere, right? And, like, this – but this this center class is not good. Yeah. They're, yeah. The kid – we'll both have to – we both have to watch the kid from Spain that might go to UCLA that um, Dylan told us about. We got to get him on the show, by the way. No, I, I, 100%. Him and I did a did a freshman preview last year, and it was very good. Yeah, we'll do that again this year. Hey, um, Maryland's got the most underrated class in the country. Yeah, yeah I right. haven't watched him yet, but I've Deshaun heard Harrison. something about Deshaun that, Harris. That no, that's not even my favorite player in the class. Really? Kaiser? Kaiser. I, lo- I love Jamie Kaiser, okay. bro. I haven't seen him yet either. Yeah, so. he's a stud. I, I have to I, – I've, I've only watched the guys that I have listed – um, I have to watch more guys, and I will be doing Mikey that. Mikey Williams is only high because he has his own overtime show. Remember, Wait, my is Mikey Williams. Do you guys, what do you, what would you guys rank him if you I forget all? Be the... like, dude, I, if that could be a top fifty player in this class for me, I'll be shocked. Like, I think, of course, Bronny's better than Mikey. Bronny's a top ten player in the class. Bronny's dude, those, two are, those two aren't even in the same stratosphere. Process. The only reason you're comparing them is because they both have a lot of Instagram followers. And Wait, they, also about- play, they also played AAU. No, no, no not you in, in the comments. Who's in the comments? <laughs> yeah, it was at this point that TJ realized there were comments. No, who's in there, though? I can't see him. Oh, no, it, it, nobody you know. It's, it's just, no. it's guy Sam knows. Is it that guy that said he was going to prove you wrong that you don't know ball? In your Twitter replies? Probably not. 
when you tweeted th- that you were hosting this today, someone replied. Oh, no, no, no. That, that, oh, that, that, that was Kevin. No, that, he's awesome. That's Kevin. He, he's, he's just, he's, he's just like, he's funny. He's funny. We've talked uh, at a lot of games. He said he, he said he wanted to do a podcast with me where we just watch random college basketball games on like a random Tuesday night. And we talk. <laughs> like he said, what he likes to do on Tuesday nights is scroll through ESPN plus and find the most random game. That's how I, I can't do Tuesday that. Night, to be honest. It really does. Um, back to um, Michigan state. I just don't see how they're better than last year. Like they're okay. I see how they're better. I don't see how I they're think they're better. better. I just don't think they're as as much better as people think. Like, let's see. What were they best at last season? Shooting. shooting. And who did shooting, they lose? Guard play. And who did they lose? Their best shooter. Who made a lot of big shots for them. Yeah. yeah he was a bad defender. Okay. So you replaced Joey Hauser with Cohen Carr's you replaced Joey Hauser's shooting with Cohen Carr's athleticism and transition play. Is the difference making is, and you then add another big man into the rotation in um, Xavier Booker. You get the Jackson Kohler development, and at you that get point, Carson Cooper, the goat. And at that point, how much? So you have four big men that you're going to have to play. Plus, you have to play Malik Hall, and if Jaden Aikens comes, like there's there's too hey. many cooks in that kitchen. Aikens, yeah, I don't think like. Like I don't think Xavier Booker necessarily made their front court room better. Look, this is Aikens. Portal. Okay. Portal. My point is, how, and again, how much better are Hogard and Walker getting at this point? Like probably not. Do like okay, they'll both be all Big Ten. Will they be all Americans? Probably not. I bet. I bet Hogard comes back and he's a better shooter. Yeah. That would be huge. Hey, I feel like AJ. AJ yeah, I, I like. I, I like both of them. Yeah, I. I don't think they're bad players. I. I think we both are fans of both of them. It's and just like that. I also don't entirely trust. Like, is I still think Izzo's a good coach. He's not what he once was, but he was. What he's still a very good basketball coach. There's I don't. Some... I don't trust his big development, and that's been for a while now. Who was the last great big he developed? Tillman. Xavier Tillman. Yeah, Tillman. That was a while ago. He had. A, he's had a bunch. He had um, Marcus Bingham and really did nothing with him. Okay. Marble, Marble transferred out. Marble transferred Mar- out. Yeah, hey, Marble is supposed to be really good, but Marble he, is really good. He found his he way at good. Texas A&M because Buzz Williams is a really good guy in terms of coaching. Really underrated basketball coach. Now, not as underrated as Jonathan made me think he was, though. He's still very good. He still he still will be ranked pretty high for me. Yeah, that's fair. Hey, probably top thirty. Remember how much better my list was than his, though. Do you remember that? There's no such thing as a good list. Let's be honest here. Dude, when when discussing coaches, that is impossible. Oh, Pat no, Bev is a mess. Let's go. The, the only list that we can both agree was bad was Parker's. <sighs> which one? Exactly. <laughs> oh, which one, Ash? All of them. <laughs> Him and I, I, again, I respect the effort. It's just that we can't agree. Yeah, I, I, it's pretty hard to rank the top 20 players in the portal. I got to give them that. That's pretty – or top 20 players at each position. That's pretty I also just hard. don't think positions exist enough to do that regardless. Also, also, like, for coaches, like, there's – like, everyone has their own criteria. And, like, there's no wrong criteria for evaluating a coach. Like Yeah, but some things like – All right, we, we, like, we, we, 
we guys, we have to move on and talk about more teams. Oh my God. Purdue, they return pretty much everybody from you last can just year. Skip, you can skip right over them. I don't want to talk about Purdue. Well, but, I will. I think they're really good. Yeah. Like this was a team that was, regardless of what happened at the end of their season, a top five team all year with two freshman guards. I, I they're think gonna that, get better. I think that like no, like no matter what any Big Ten team does in this offseason, if you have Purdue anything below one in your early Big Ten rankings, like what are you doing? Yeah, and that's that's not that's not necessarily Purdue praise. It's more of the Big Ten can't be better. The big the feeling of a Big Ten team is just not high enough. Purdue is a top five team for next season. Do I think they can be a national champion? Probably not. Did you just wait? Well, Purdue's a top five team. Whoa, whoa, whoa! They were a top yep. five team this year, all year. Yeah, and they had freshman guards, and and the biggest and the biggest development jumps are freshman and sophomore. And what was their biggest weakness? Their freshman guards. Their biggest weakness was like- was, was uh like their coach in March Madness. Most but the dude cannot win. Team, but the, the season's five <laughs> months long. We don't. I'm kidding. One of them. I'm kidding. And I'm I will kidding. say Matt Painter against mid majors from New Jersey. I'm telling you, it's over. Hey, what is, um, I also think he's that, like, coming back, right? Yeah, he's got to be. There's no way he doesn't. I also think that like, like lawyer and, and Smith will will have moments of weaknesses, even if they get much better. Like that. Lance Jones is there now. Yeah, they have they have they have security. That's huge. Oh, the Bulls took the lead. Um, they're up 104-101. Zach Levine has 37 points. Um okay, that's I thought that would get a bigger reaction. I thought that would be that would get a bigger reaction from the Chicago contingent. I'm I'm Um, watching. (laughs) Okay. Pat Bev is being a menace right now. I think the Big Ten has a lot of teams that could be in the twenty to thirty range. Um, we talked about dude. I'm sorry to hear what what Illinois does, but Rutgers is another one for me. I know their lineup is going to be <laughs> really disgusting. Like you said it's disgusting. Rutgers is going to have a disgusting lineup right now. Rutgers, have- Rutgers will be good in two years when they have Ace Bailey. Like I said, I said Ruck, like Rutgers could be like a top thirty team next year because like you look at this lineup: Cam Spencer, Derek Simpson, Moat Mog, Andre Hyatt, and Cliff Amori. That's not a bad lineup. It's disgusting in terms of the style of basketball they're going to play. Mm-hmm. Pike can coach, and that's a lineup that was. I mean, it, obviously, there's no McConnell, there's no Mulcahy, but Simpson can step up, Hyatt can step up. I think Mulcahy it, can come back. No, he can't. No chance. Hold on. He can. He can? He can. Really? Yeah. I have him down as testing waters. Okay. He he is he he's played four years of college. Oh. Yeah, he has a, he has I, a college I, I could have sworn he played five, but whatever. Yeah. Um he, he looks Rutgers like he's fifty. But uh my favorite player in Rutgers is for this upcoming year definitely Simpson. I he's like he's gotta be big for them. He is like the way I watch him in like the one game they played in, uh, or they played two games. Yeah, in the Big Ten tournament, he, like he ran like the entire offense. I wasn't ran through him, but like it all started with him. So I don't know. We'll see how, how he does. It's pretty good. I think he's gonna be big. Um, Cruz Davis will be visiting. Guess where this weekend? 
Dude, I can't. I don't have my phone. I can't see. Is there any? Has there been any news since? Well, I'm telling you where Cruz Davis is going to visit this weekend. You know, who the Take fuck a guess. is Cruz Davis? I know Jonathan knows. Take a guess. New Mexico? No. St. John's? Yep. <laughs> it had to be one of the two. Yep, who is Cruz it. Davis? He's a, he, he's a, he was a highly touted freshman that was at Iona last oh, year. I, I like him. One score in the polls. Yo, where's Silas Sunday going? <laughs> Mr. Ireland. Uh, and, a happy, and a happy Silas Sunday Wednesday to all who um, to all who celebrate. Oh, he got hey. hit. Yes. Let's go. Um, uh, what's his name? Oh, shit. What am I about to say? The, the guy on uh, the coach, uh, Tobin Anderson. Is yeah. he like, is he good enough to get like um, at least mediocre for next year? That The entire league has there's right now. I believe there's. Like 87 players total among the 11 teams. Dude, Iona doesn't even have like a – they have like one player. They have like three players right three. now. Three. Quigley, they got two, Quigley they got and Arangaran, who are the two freshmen that um that were committed to FDU. And there's um Oz Shima. Uh, oh, sorry. Oz Shema. We learned it was pronounced that way because I've told – You told me that story. Before. I'm not going to say it again because we need to move on. Hey um, – all right, you, you gotta move on. All right, all right. Um, we also, I also, we mentioned Northwestern. We both, we all three think they can be a top twenty-five. They bring back Bowie and Adige, um, and I think it's pretty fair to say that. Let's talk a little bit about the Big Twelve. Houston moving into the Big Twelve and getting LJ Cryer and Damian Dunn to commit. LJ, LJ was weird because, like, I don't get me wrong. I think he's a great player, but it just doesn't seem like a like Calvin Sampson type guy. And and Tiger Campbell has declared for the NBA draft. Let me guess you tweeted that John Rothstein. Well, he did, yes. but so well, did, Tiger did Tiger Campbell on his Instagram account. Uh, per and his IP page. And we also <laughs> knew that like this was going to happen because we saw him on the Portsmouth roster. Um. Going back to the Big Twelve, though, I think LJ Cryer is a good fit for Houston. I don't. It's not bad. It's an, it's an interesting fit because he's not. He, he doesn't really guard that well. But yeah, I don't know. But uh, what's his name? Maybe going it? to Houston changes that. Yeah. Dunn was a, Dunn was a really good pickup. Yeah, I think I, I and I said this immediately. They need an athletic four man. They need the closest thing they can find to Jarris Walker in the transfer portal. And I texted both of you this. And who did I say that was? Who? Daniel Bacho. Oh, Dan- Daniel Bacho. Bacho? I mean, that he's not that good, but he's probably the closest thing that there is in the transfer portal. That could to work. Gareth Walker. That, that could work. I like his Put game. Him in the Houston system. development system. Yeah, man. I, I mean, he got a lot better this year. And I also said, like, if you put Musa Cisse in the Houston development system, you can get Josh Carlton production. I was actually going to say the same thing about that. I think I texted that to you. I don't think you did. Again, I think we text each other. Yeah, you never texted me about, or maybe you did about Bacho. I I did text you about Bacho. Search your messages. I guarantee I texted (laughs) I said, is it sad that the closest thing in the transfer portal to Jairus Walker is Daniel Bacho? Uh, I probably, did I even see that? I don't know. To be fair, like, Jairus Walker is a very unique player. Yeah, exactly. Jairus Walker is also an NBA lottery player. Picks, he's so. a top five pick. The first thing I said about him when I first watched him is, wow, this dude is a freak. <laughs> All right. 
Um, speaking of some, speaking of a freak, Omaha, Bilyeu, and Iowa State. I could see them being really, really good because they have a backcourt now of Jackson uh, Pavletsky and Kashawn Gilbert. Uh, Pavletsky. Let's get that pronunciation I've, right. See, I watch so many games with no volume on. Okay. <laughs> Pavletsky. I, I thought Pavletsky. it was Pavletsky too. Pavletsky. Okay. I actually, Jonathan, I'll, do you I'll know just how call to him pronounce J-Pav. him? I'm calling him J-Pav. I think you're you're saying it right, but I could could be wrong. He, yeah, I, he will, I, he I don't from know. here on out be known as J-Pav. Hey, I found him. I actually, I heard of him from uh, Wisconsin high school basketball. Um, but then, like, when I was, I was randomly, like, sitting down one day, and I, I was, like, looking through the scores, and I noticed that, I think, didn't Wofford, they played Texas A&M, right? Is that yeah, the they beat them earlier in the year. Yeah, they beat them. And uh, Jackson had, like, 26 yeah. points. And Jackson had a great him. game in that game. Yeah, I posted about him. I posted a mixtape about him, like the highlight reel or whatever. And I was just like, "How how does Wisconsin not recruit this kid? Like, he's, how do they?" He's good. I, I, Wisconsin fans wanted him. If you if you had searched his Wisconsin name, Wisconsin fans also want Rody. Like Dude, they, the they problem, want him really bad. The but. problem is, if you notice Wisconsin, what they all these players from Wisconsin that are under recruited, they all go to mid major. They enter the transfer portal after one or two years, and then Wisconsin tries to get them, and they don't. Because like Iowa, Vander, Iowa State also Iowa State also owns the state of Wisconsin right Because you know where yeah. TJ Otzelberger is from? Wisconsin. That's correct. Guess they, who they yeah, also I mean, did? They got they got Milan, who's from the Milwaukee area. Um, they got and then Tyrese Hunter's from Tyrese Racine. Hunter? Yeah, Tyrese Hunter. Yeah, he's from Racine. I was trying to think of the one other one. Um, yeah, and then also off. um, what was I going to say? I was going to say that uh, shit um, yeah, the only player they've really got like that's done had that path through like they leave the state of Wisconsin out of high school to go to a mid-majors like Max Klesmet. And he's like, he's Man. not, he's, he was fine. Yeah. So, he's okay. He's all right. But Iowa state can be really good. Cause the thing that kind of held them back was that they didn't have shot makers. Gilbert and, and J Pav are both shot makers. Yeah. That's it. I'm not going to lie. That's one of the most like interesting combinations I've seen, but it's really good. I haven't watched Milan yet. But I did watch Omaha, and I think he is the best defender, just overall in the in this recruiting class. I think so too. I mean, you could argue Dennis Evans for his rim protection. <laughs> Dennis Evans. But yeah, Dennis Evans cannot play offense. He is a net. He's not just a net negative. He is a straight negative. Dennis Evans is can't, another can't one. Can't wait till I look at Evan Mia's site next year. Dennis <laughs> Evans is tr- turning out a negative 1.03 offensive VPR. <laughs> and a 2.72 defensive VPR. Dennis Evans is like one of those players. He's kind of like Booker. I'm not going to lie. No, he's better. No, no, no. I'm not saying like I'm not comparing the way they play. I'm just saying like the Booker. way the recruiting. They're big. Like, <laughs> The way they have him is yeah. like Dennis. He actually Evans. has a motor though, and he's very and he's got great timing. So, yeah, it, it's just the fact that he wears Rex specs. It's all automatically minus like five yeah. stars. For me. Hey, hey, hey I used to wear them too. So, <laughs> I know that was the point of the joke. Respect the lead basketball player, that? Sam Fetterman. <laughs> How do you know that I used to wear those? <laughs> what do you what? You said that was the point of the joke. Like, you're making a joke about me. You've never seen me wearing my sport glasses. I have seen, actually, because I you requested to follow me on IG. Right. So I, 
I do have an old post on Instagram where I'm and then I, I was looking through your stuff and then I saw that. So That's yeah. right. I do have an old post where I was wearing them. Yeah. So maybe touche, touche. Maybe, maybe, maybe just listen to me before you you go off on me, buddy. Okay, okay, okay. I got a feeling here. TJ, what's the word on Harrison Ingram? Oh, I. Oh my if, god. If you don't know, you don't have to. Say. No, no, I do. I do know. I do know. I. So basically, he's like, I was actually a little surprised, but he put out all those like. The twenty first Stone Sports put out like all those Zoom visits he was doing or whatever. Yeah. But like, there's no like, it's already that his recruitment's already pretty much over, I guess. UNC. Yeah, UNC. Yeah, that's right. I'm not gonna say a hundred percent, but it's like pretty much. Yeah. Um, he's visiting Kansas though, isn't he? Yeah, I don't. I don't really know what that's about because the person that like there's someone that tells me like a lot of stuff about this, like all my scoops and stuff where I get it from. He's like, yeah, Harrison Ingram's like locked into you, like committed to us unc already so i was it's like i was like why is he visiting all these other schools so i don't know we'll see but yeah i'm pretty sure he's going to unc yeah i would i would say that's probably where like, i would where think he, he's not gonna go to baylor like yeah that's no. just weird um we talked uh last time about jameer nelson going to tcu talked about john that's Tom. a really that's a really weird i i I thought Villanova should have gone after him, but Villanova's going to get. Did TJ Bamba commit yet? Oh no! Uh, Wasn't he supposed to commit today? No. No, he wasn't. No. Um, I think he's committing on Friday. Oh, that makes sense. But it's going to be Nova, right? I don't know if that's put out there, but yeah, I'm pretty sure he's coming on Friday. He has a crystal ball to Nova. Yeah, he's going. He's going to Villanova. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Rothstein said decision expected for Friday. He's right. He, you're right. It's it, it's for Friday. Really? I, it says Friday. Yeah. I was, I was wrong. See, like, oh my God. ask me any any transfer player. Like I try. Joe Gerard. Oh, <laughs> Joe Gerard, bro. He is. I don't know what uh what Slater was saying though. I don't know anything about him like in terms of his recruitment, but I know that Slater was saying he's like high on LSU. So I don't. That's interesting. Dude, if he goes LSU to, just gonna get everyone. If he goes to LSU, bro, I don't. That's... What type of fit is that? Like him and the, he, he's not even athletic enough for the ACC. What's he gonna do with the SEC? <laughs> what do you mean? He, he's like the worst athlete in the ACC history in ACC he's history. Got, he's got a strap on him. Joe Girard, as soon as he got the basketball in the Wake Forest game, I knew he was throwing up a brick and Wake Forest was hitting a game winner. I knew it was happening. It was the most obvious thing in college basketball history. Wait, I don't want to get off topic here, but so are you like a Syracuse, full Syracuse fan? I mean, that's where I'm going to go. So, yeah. You're going, wait, are you going to, uh, what's it called? Newhouse. Newhouse, yeah. We went over this the first night I talked to you. Yeah, I know, I know. Yes, I am. T- TJ, what, have you heard anything on Jaden Bradley or, or Hunter Salas? Like, um, I've seen nothing about those two. Salas, yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't heard anything about Hunter Salas, but Jaden Bradley, originally, like, right when he entered the portal, I was hearing that, like, Michigan was going to be all over him, but that's definitely not a thing anymore. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, that so I don't, work out. He's going. I could tell you that he's definitely going to like a like a school that's like well known. That's like uh, I, mean, I don't want to say I don't want to say Power Five, but I want to say like Memphis. 
Like he's going to one of those schools that like when you hear their name you think like like has a rich history like Memphis, San Diego State, like those types. Like Wolf. not San Diego State, but like yeah, like I don't know I don't know where he's I can't say where he's going. I have no clue, but like Memphis, like like Michigan, just like one of those schools, like Louisville. He's not he's not even gonna go to Louisville. I'm just putting out. All right. Um there's a bunch of names in there. Oh, uh just committed the other day, obviously Anelli Junior Joseph to New Mexico. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah, definitely the right decision for him to he had high major offers. Didn't think it would have worked out. He's hey, probably not physical enough. There's some uh, rumors out there too of uh what's his name? Adem Boma hitting the portal. Yeah, yeah. I've I haven't seen that. Oh no, because they're gonna get that kid from Spain. Yeah. So there's some rumors out there. But... That makes sense. Wow, UCLA has just been gutted. Yeah, UCLA. Yeah, they're, they're... Is, is Amari Bailey going to the draft? Uh, yeah, probably. He's yeah, one right. of those guys that even if they he got, should. He, he's one of those guys that even if someone told him to go back to college, he would stay in the draft. Yeah, I, I think he should go to the draft. He's good enough to do it. Like I, I, I told you last summer that he was a better NBA Sam. I told you he was a better yeah. NBA prospect. I, and I agree with that. Um, um, we saw. What else was there? Uh, Re-sticks and waters to San Diego State. I mean, San Diego State. Jesus, is oh, Love that. Love that move for them. Um, he's just staying in the past twelve. <laughs> just a sad, sad, sad move. But I guess, I guess that can only mean one thing, right? Yeah. Ronnie James. Yeah, we'll have to see on that. Um, yeah, but Re-sticks and waters. The thing about him is like we the thought- first thing. The first thing people are gonna do when they look at like, oh, San Diego State got a new transfer. Who is this? Uh, they look at the first thing they look at. Oh, Pac-12 six man of the year. Like he should have been like starting. Like, he was a starter to start the season off. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's not I, really a thought, six. We both thought he was gonna have a bigger breakout year than he did. Yeah, he. The thing about him though is like this year. I don't know if many people know this, but the year he just played was technically supposed to be his. Uh, he he's listed as a junior, right? Yes. It was supposed to be his sophomore year, technically, because he enrolled early at USC for his freshman year. He kind of re—I guess he didn't really reclass, but he kind of like mm-hmm. jumped a year. So he's still pretty young. I, he's he's pretty good. I kind of like I think, what, what Freddie Delon did at Tennessee this year. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of like he's. I, in my opinion, I don't think like if Texas or UCLA got him, I'd be like, all right, that's like a. Solid transfer, but now that San Diego State got him, yeah, that's a really good transfer. That's a good, really All right, good next up, um, Steel Venters to Gonzaga. Overall, Gonzaga is looking at a really weird roster for next year. No, I'm I mean, not a fan of it. If Drew Timmy doesn't come back, is there a chance Ben Gregg is their starting center? Yes. Okay, Dude. they're not a tournament team. <laughs> okay, they, they're a tournament Gonz- team, but... Gonzaga is interesting. Steel. I mean, from the moment that dude jumped in the portal, I was like a lot. He was com- like already committed to Gonzaga, basically. But yeah, I don't really, I don't know. I would have liked to see that. I would, I'd rather see him at like Washington than Gonzaga. I think, like, I think, I think he's a good player and he'll be good for Gonzaga. But I feel like Gonzaga could have taken a different route with roster construction. Yeah, yeah. I think I they, need, I think they need athletes. He's a solid, but. His, he's his basically athlete. he's his Joe Girard, but with a better better. No, player. he's he's not that bad of an athlete. No, I'm saying he's Joe Girard, but like with a better. He's shot. also a, he's also six seven. So 
Yeah, but he, he he's Joe Girard with a better shot. No, there that that like that's that comparison makes no sense. He's a good player. He's a solid athlete. He's six seven. He can really shoot it. The ball movement and player movement on that Eastern Washington team, I loved it. I really wanted them to win the Big Sky, and then I ended up picking Montana State to beat Kansas State regardless. Jalen Cohn, baby. Jalen Cohn headed to oh my god, Cal. Yes. Uh, that dude's also taken one of the weirdest routes. That I've, uh, so. NAU was a huge shock this past year, uh, but um, what else is there? Boys, I got to head out, so I'll see you all later. All right. We'll, we'll end this very soon. Yeah. I just want to go over a couple more guys. Zach Austin committed to Pitt. Do you have any thoughts on him? Uh, no, I haven't, I haven't watched him. I'm not, I, I can't really give any thoughts on him. Okay, that's fair right there. Um, there was – who else – committed uh we both think olivier kamwa is going to end up at michigan um and we, uh yeah yeah I'm and we discussed sure that a little earlier how do you think yeah. that how do you think that helps michigan out because i think he was a little under misused not underused but misused at tennessee yeah i wouldn't say he's underused but he was i don't really like the way rick barnes like played him and then you saw in that game in that tournament game against duke like he can be like a really a really good player just how you use him uh and michigan though i don't so it's a bit of a interesting. I mean, they're looking for someone to play a four, four. So and I like, think it'll be. There's also a chance Dickinson comes back, right? Yeah, I I reported that earlier today actually that he was uh he actually supposed to like I heard this from like actually someone that's like really really like reliable on this. You don't you don't have to share it if if it's private. No 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 no. I reported it, so I'm gonna share uh, that he's uh. Dickinson is supposed to uh, go on a like he's supposed to meet with Michigan in person. I think um, next week after he takes all his visits this weekend, so we'll see if that does anything. I don't, I I don't really know why Dickinson. I think he hit the portal because he's just like he's sick of like trying to carry. Want to see what a, was out there? Yeah, with a coach, it's like bad. Not, you can say good. bad. All right, dog. A coach is just complete <laughs> there you dog. Go. I, um, I Tyler Perry, we he could end up at Florida, and Florida with him, Clayton Kugel, Jarvis, and Hanlockton. Top yeah, yeah, that's top twenty. Yeah, they're they're good. They're good. Um, there's obviously Hanlockton. I mean, that's a that's an athletic big man who can swat shots, throw down dunks. Really good out of that. Out of that. Yeah, point. I I um, said that they. I like the way they hit the portal the most out of any school besides Arkansas. Now. January, February, April, January, February, March, Golden, <laughs> Florida, back-to-back off-season champions. By the way, yeah, look what happened the last last year. I had them in my top fifteen. Yeah, they were in, they were like my twenty-first best team in the country. I was higher on them than you. What were you? Would you have them? Seventeen. Fourteen. G. Oh my God. Fourteen. I also uh, that, I also watched like a lot of A10, so I was really high on Lawson. Hey, you know what? You want to know what shows you how much like how, how much ball knowledge I have? Yes, is I the fact to... that the fact that Riley Kugel, like he came in as like the hundredth like ranked player in his class. I was at Florida visiting the school. Um, thanks for rejecting me, by the way, Florida. Um, I appreciate that. Uh, I actually have a Florida hat on right now, but Kugel, I was watching their practice when I was visiting there because it was like in August. Um, and I walked in their practice, the doors were open, and like I was just watching, and I was like, damn, that Riley, that Kugel kid is like 
he was like he's so athletic, bro. Like yeah, dunk from everywhere. I, Florida fans that I talked to were super yeah. high on him before. Yeah, like before I was practices good. started. That's so part I, of the main reason I I liked them all is because I thought that their freshman class was like. I liked pretty. them because of I thought I thought I just thought their roster was super complete and deep. I thought they had guards up the wazoo. I thought they had an all-American big man, which they did until he stopped playing well. <laughs> I, I'm not going to speak on Colin Castleton. Buddy, buddy, buddy choked. Yeah, I mean, he was playing like an all-American until he wasn't. Yeah, I, I don't really, I don't know what happened there with him. Also, um, they lost uh, Reeves to the portal. Yeah, and I, that was another thing. I thought he, he was going to have a huge breakout year. I thought yeah, the thing about him, too, he was, he was supposed to – Go to like Boston College, like then he just randomly commits to Georgia Tech. Like, come if on, man. Kugel ends up like Reeves in terms of not having the breakout year we expect him, then it could be time to question the development that he's putting in with these guys. All right, R- Riley Kugel goes miles better than Reeves. I agree, I agree, and he had a better freshman season. Let me see Riley Kugel stats. What did he average? Eight points. Eight, nine, but a lot more later in the season, I think. Yeah, nine points. He shot 46%. Um, 37% from three. Listen, he started the year five points, five points, one point, zero points. I was like, all right, why is this kid not playing? And then. Yeah, I could get his, I could pull up his numbers for like the last. 20, his, his last couple games, 24, 20, 19, 21, 14, 13. Here, hold on. Here, 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 I can look this up. For the last ten games of the season, he averaged seventeen and four on forty nine percent from the field and forty percent from three. Yeah, he's a stud for sure. That was that's the that's the Sydney Curry run. Like obviously it's like obviously Sydney different type of run. Like I remember I said last year Sydney Curry was the most underused player in the country. In the like yeah. the four games that he played twenty five minutes, he averaged like twenty and ten. And then Yo, he, do you know what happened with um Kyle Lofton? Like what happened with him? Like, like he why is play. he like so mid this year? Yeah, it just didn't work out. Doesn't work out for everybody. Same with um the other guy I was high on for Florida was actually wait I was I was pretty high on a I was high on Jones. the entire team. Uh, Myron Jones. Jones. Yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't as big a fan of him. Um, but whatever. Um. Do you know anything about Lazar Stefanovic? I really don't. Um, I, I watched when USC played Utah a couple of times. I, I watched Utah. He's sorry, right. he's nothing. Just a solid, just a solid wing scorer with like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. That, he, that's what I. That's what I've heard. He can't. He's kind of inconsistent. So I. I can't. I don't think he's. I'm not yeah. gonna like. That's all right. Yeah, I mean UCLA is not looking great i mean you must be loving that as a usc fan yes sir but i'm about to be a tennessee fan so you could be both you could be both the lane you could, you could be a lane kiffin yeah i'm probably <laughs> i'm deciding schools so i'm looking tennessee like are, I, are we gonna get a lebron james decision show should i i'm about to visit tennessee tomorrow oh uh, let's we'll see we'll see if you'll we'll, we'll see if you'll be in a different shade of orange from maybe I'll be at Syracuse. Who knows? Hopefully that would be great. (laughs) I'm looking for a roommate at this point. So (laughs) 
Wait, uh, are you in, are you double majoring? No, I'm not double majoring, but my minor is going to be sports analytics. So, so what's your broadcast name? digital broadcast and digital journalism? Damn it, dude! Damn it! How do I get rejected from that? Doesn't matter. No, it does matter because it changes my entire thing. I guarantee you, right now, if I got into that major, I'd probably already be committed to Syracuse. That would be fun but, if you were committed to Syracuse. It really would. Yeah, but um, and also, uh, Lidskin was in here. I, I had I had Missouri on my list, but I, I ruled him out already. Damn. Um, I was in. The, yeah. Where? What do you think about Aismith? Where is he headed? Uh Originally, I said Wichita State. I thought he was going to follow his coach, but I don't think so anymore. It's looking like Kansas State. Yeah, um, Kansas State, uh, Big Twelve, Baylor, maybe. That would, that would be that would be good. Baylor, I like Miro Little. I think he's good. Underrated. I think he's a yeah. top fifteen player, borderline. But yeah. if you get A. Smith, you get just you get yeah. an All American type point guard. Yeah, you can add to your roster. Obviously, he doesn't really guard much. And that's that's the issue I feel like I'm gonna have with Baylor next year, is I still don't know if they're gonna guard. Yeah, I don't they, know. Like, when they had Mitchell and Butler and Teague, those guards were everywhere. Yeah, I thought I, that, was... I thought that was a well-oiled machine. They were not that defensively this year, and it showed. They were like what the 70th ranked defense. Um, I have no clue what that. I I'm gonna be honest. I don't like Baylor. I didn't know Baylor's that bad at defense. Seventy, no, like they were not a great defensive team last year. They were, I mean, they were thirteenth in twenty twenty two, and then they were, yeah, oh, they were one oh seven. They they fell that far. Oh, jeez, that's yeah, bad. We got to get you on Ken Palm more. <laughs> I'm not a big, I'm not into those analytics. You know, it's it's not even that. It just helps you. Con- it just helps you contextualize things. Yeah, like it helps you. It helps you understand. Like it helps you talk about teams a lot better without like watching a, without like watching every game of every team you know what i mean but like the problem i have with is like those analytic things is like why the hell is like in the net rankings i can't remember what team the net but, like, the net the, the net the net is not like why the hell is boise state all the way up in like the the 30s the formula like, for the net is not public but boise state was in the 30s in um but Boise State was straight up a good basketball team this year. They had a really good defense. They had a lot. They were they played really tough. And although I I think that wait who they lose to again I forgot they lost Boise. <laughs> I I was about to I was thinking for a second, but like again you you got to remember this was a team that like they had a really bad start to their season, but after that they were really good for a long time yeah they, they also picked up like a couple oh they got a good transfer i don't i forgot his name yeah they got um he was from uc san diego Roddy, yeah, he's, Roddy he's, Anderson yeah, yeah he's good he's yeah a dog. um i, Wait, I, I um, whenever i see the name robbie baron i can't i can't not say robert baron like i can't robbie baron yeah I know because yeah. like he's listed right above Roddy he's, Anderson. Yeah, I can't not. I know. I can't not stink Robert Barron like Gilded Age. My history, yeah. my inner history nerd is coming out. Um. Back to. If, Wait, if I just have a question. How much longer do you think 
like a couple, like two minutes. Like we're, yeah, because my thing's at three percent. I was just all right. Just... So we'll wrap up right now, TJ. Thank no, you. No, no. So give much. me one more question. Hit me with one more question. All right, one more question for you. Where do you think? Just put it out there. Where's Hunter Dickinson gonna go? Oh shoot, that's a big one. Um, my prediction for Hunter Dickinson, I'm gonna have to go with. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he commits to Maryland. Okay. And that's gonna do it for our show tonight. We went a lot longer than we thought we were gonna go. We went 100 minutes tonight. TJ, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. We'll get you on later in the off season yeah. during the season. We'll have plenty yeah. of content coming from Mister Content. Um, make sure if, if you're somehow not following him on Twitter, follow him on Twitter at CBB Content and Instagram and Instagram. and Instagram. Yeah, that's his big platform. Um, um he's got. All the followers on Instagram, it's like 137. I'm trying to come brilliant. up on Twitter. Though. I'm trying to get yeah. up on Twitter. Hey, it's been working, but we're yeah. going to have, I mean, this is the next generation of college basketball media right here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we will bring it to you all off season, all season, all decade, all millennium until the heat, the inevitable heat death of the earth, or just when New York gets flooded by global warming. Whichever one comes first, the latter probably is going to come first. But regardless, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you yeah, soon. No we don't have a planned date, but we'll see you soon. On yeah, no problem. Bit All right. See you, man. Appreciate you for having me.